The Cabinet will meet this morning, the first meeting of ministers since new revelations about exit payments to former RTE executives who left in recent months. The former Director of Strategy, Rory Coveney, who oversaw Toy Show the Musical, which cost the broadcaster nearly €2.5 million, euro, reportedly received €200,000 to leave last July. It has also emerged that the former Head of Finance, Richard Collins, and RTE signed a confidentiality confidentiality agreement when he left last October. And we learned last week that Mr Collins's predecessor Breda O'Keefe got a €450,000 exit payment when she left RTE in 2020. The media minister Catherine Martin held a two-hour plus meeting with the RTE Director-General Kevin Backhurst and the chair of the RTE board Shuni Rahali on Monday. We're joined now by our political correspondent Paul Cunningham. So Paul, um, the continued woes of RTE, are they on the agenda by Cabinet today? Not on the agenda and no decision um, due, but sources suggest this controversy is likely to be discussed on the margins of the meeting. After all, you had four cabinet ministers on the record yesterday alone. They were Catherine Martin, Pascal Donoghue, Simon Harris and Darrell O'Brien. And the Thornister Michal Martin was on the This Week programme on Sunday. So it's back to full-on controversy with the RT Director-General either speaking or issuing statements every second day since last Wednesday. And as you said, centre stage, those exit packages for senior executives. And Catherine Martin yesterday spoke of a cap on exit payments. Any more detail on that? No, uh, no more detail on it, but a statement um, effectively of the need for one. She also said the confidentiality agreements attached to such payments should become a a rarity. And I think it signals a deep unease at Cabinet that on the one hand, uh, RT is speaking of transparency and how it's going to be different going into the future. But some of its actions suggest that it isn't walking the line. That was the the sense coming from ministers yesterday. However, there was a stout defence of that policy issued yesterday by Mr. Backhurst. He said change is needed and this is the most effective and financially prudent way to act, act in other ways and it could end up costing the station more. Minister Martin also spoke of asking RT to ask its former executives to waive confidentiality on their packages. Could that be a way through this uh, morass? But my sense is unlikely to yield results. RT News contacted some of those people yesterday and received either no response or no comment. And all the while, a decision on the future funding model for RTE is still up in the air. There's still no definitive decision or announcement. And is that unlikely as long as this controversy is going on and further reports to come, Paul? Exactly. Um, The Taoiseach declared in September of last year that um, the government would take a decision in 2023, legislate in 2024 and implement in 2025, changing the licence fee. But um, last week, Mr. Varadkar was talking about weeks or months away before there'd be a decision. Even the Thornish and Micheál Martin spoke on Sunday of taking a decision um, before mid-July, before the Doyle rises. Now, Minister Martin contended yesterday the Cabinet needs to get independent reports into governance and financial controls at RT. That's part of the decision-making process. Um, opposition cynics, however, they contend that the coalition is just trying to dodge local and European elections before introducing some form of household charge. But the truth is the Cabinet is actually divided on the policy and what to do. So that's also part of the reason why no decision has been taken. Meanwhile, the numbers paying their licence fee continue to drop. Yep, and that is definitely a problem for the station. Latest figures for the payment of the TV licence shows a drop of 14% in the second week of February 2024 compared with the same period in 2023. OK, let's move away from RTE for, for a minute or two, Paul. The Cabinet meeting today and the Minister for Justice, she wants to expand the Garda Reserve. By how many? 
Yeah, Minister Helen McAtee is going to come to Cabinet and what she wants to do is to increase the reserve to around 1,000 members by 2026 and to do that there's going to be a new uh, recruitment campaign um, if it is the case that the, as we expect the Cabinet to approve changes to the regulations to try and sort of finesse it. I mean it's interesting the Independent Senator Michael McDool has been castigating the government over allowing the reserve to atrophy um, but that seems as if that's about to change now. What do they do, the Garda Reserve? Well, they're working to complement um, the Garda Sheikhana themselves. Sometimes that can be working with sort of crowd control. Sometimes that can be helping them with their day-to-day duties, a range of different activities. Um, and so it can act a, as an assistance to the force uh, as it goes, up, goes about its duty. But are they in addition to the permanent force and not a replacement for targets to expand the permanent force? Absolutely. There's no connection. The government is making saying, oh, we're going to have more reserves, uh, reserves, therefore we don't need to have the numbers. They say the numbers of increasing the Garda are still being maintained. OK. Michael McGrath, the Finance Minister, he's heading north later to meet his counterpart, Kiva Archibald. What's on the agenda between those two? Well, this is going to be the first time that um, we do have this two finance ministers meeting up ever since um, the executive instalment um, was returned. Um, Michael McGrath saying this meeting provides an excellent opportunity to discuss our shared economic interests, the all-Ireland economy and shared opportunities and challenges we face. He's also about to visit some of the projects in Belfast, which are supported by the government's reconciliation fund. So uh, one thing you have to say is we still don't have the North-South council meetings, that overarching uh, body which is uh, part of the Good Friday Agreement. That's something the government definitely wants to happen. But nonetheless, Minister McGrath going up to sort of shake hands and say this is something we really want to do. But there are competitors as well, particularly for inward investment. Ah, no. We're able to work together in the all-Ireland economy uh, together and increase the amount of money which everyone makes. Well, let's talk a little bit about the the practicalities of that. Funding for the A5, that notorious road between Derry and Tyrone which links the north-west to Dublin. Is it finally going to get Irish government funding announced today? Um, I can't uh, tell you that for certain. What I do know is that a number of projects um, from which the Irish government is going to assist are going to be discussed at Cabinet today. As you say, the A5 and that €400 million uh, road which the Irish government was going to support that had been promised, then it was sort of withdrawn due to the economic crash. That's certainly in the mix. So um, an awful lot of speculation today that um, some of the money is going to get over the line on that road, which many people do want to be built desperately. uh, That's actually going to happen. Paul, thank you very much. Our political correspondent, Paul Cunningham.